we want to take a quick minute up top to let you guys know we've just started a Patreon for Moms Art 2. So if you want to help and support the show, just tap on the link in the episode description or go to patreon.com slash momsart2. And once you're signed up, you'll get access to commercial-free video episodes, monthly live streams, live chats, and even the occasional peek behind the curtain. All right, on to the show. (laughs) (laughs) We are just two moms in search of inspiration while creating questionable comedy. Moms are too. (laughs) Silly. Are we really doing the book? Well, uh, yeah. You want to know why? Because this is actually a really great lead-in. Because you know what the book starts with? What? It starts with who you want to be. Yeah. I'm just going to see how far we in, are in <laughs> 38 minutes. It's fine. Y'all stick around. Listen. We can, this is, we this can is a big deal, though. some of this and yeah, put yeah. it in our... No, no, no. Like, well, it could be in the to. Patreon page. Yeah. So why don't we do that? Why don't we say most of this whole front end will be on the Patreon page for those who are um, contributing and, and this is the fun stuff, right? This is what you get. This yeah. is why we get to sit here for two hours instead of we only have 30 minutes to, sh- to tape. Let's get it done. We're going to get our topic. Let's go. What happened is we, actually we get ate to sit Cuban back and do food it. and now we took a shot of vodka. So... Now we got flabby lips. It's on. Face labia. (laughs) Is that a thing? Are these labia two? Or these are labia two. These are labia one. These are labia one and two. Those are labia three and four. Three, four, five, six. Well, that just depends. (laughs) (laughs) Or three, four, five, six. Five. Is that, is that your orgasm? <laughs> <laughs> Describing the sizes. <laughs> oh, I was describing the sizes. Not of mine, but just in general. Like They're all different. Everyone's the difference, labia. Okay, look. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that it's it's our... our uh, our Apple Podcast, Spotify people. <laughs> Wait, cutting after the labia <laughs> remark. No, no, they get the labia remark. Because they need to know if they're going to go into they Patreon, might. they're getting even more of that shit, <laughs> but like crying. better and more. <laughs> you're crying. <laughs> so here's the thing. Atomic Habits. <laughs> Ta-da, we're here. <laughs> oh my God. All right, for real, for real, for real though. Because I, I want this to be like a proper yeah. episode. All right, so cheers. Cheers. Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits. Coming up with our New Year's resolutions, James Clear. James Clear. You know why? Because he's he's very clear on his intentions and what he's doing. Um, Jimmy Clear. Jimmy Clear. Mm -hmm. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy Clown. But I like how this book starts because much like we start the year trying to do too much with our resolutions that are just unattainable and we give up within two weeks. Yeah. What's great about this, um, even though it's not like start the year with this book, I think this is a good book to start. Yeah. Because he talks about starting with who you want to be and then... What can you do each day to be that? Instead of, I'm going to, you know... Walk the dog a, every day. I'm going to have a habit, yeah, of like this, that, and the other. Instead, it's like, wh- start with your identity. Who is it that you want to be? Yeah. yeah. And then the choices that you make, because you know that that's who you're trying to get to yeah. every day. Yeah. It's you a, do it's those things. Not, not necessarily the the, the 10,000 <laughs> step thing, but it's go slow. Yeah. Don't just fucking say, I'm going to walk the dog every day. No. What do you want to be doing? You want to interact with your animal more often and you want to get more exercise. Well, he talks about, so one thing that you can start making, uh, having an awareness while you're doing this, right, is he has like a habit list or tracker or something where you write down your habits throughout the day. Like he says, you wake up, you hit your alarm. Yeah. You write that down and you, you know, then you go to the bathroom and you brush your teeth and then you take a a shower and then you have a cup of coffee. And then so and and then he says, make sure that you is it what was it like neutral, Uh uh, positive or negative? Yeah. So all of your habits are either neutral, positive or, or negative. So waking up neutral, 
hitting your alarm, neutral. Mm-hmm. Uh, putting on your slippers, neutral. Having a cup of coffee, negative. Taking a shower, neutral. Right. Or positive, right? Like you get to decide what is positive and, and neutral. So if something you're, once you kind of see it on paper is when you go, oh, that actually isn't a really great habit. Like I walk downstairs in the morning. I first go to the bathroom when I wake up. Nobody needs to know this, but I'm going to tell but you. like that. looking at your phone. Yeah. Not a good. No, it's not I a woke good up. Habit, yeah. I looked at my phone. Negative. So that might be to even recognize the negative habits that we have in our life. Sometimes we have to lay them out. Right. There's something that he started with, though, and I'm going to tell you one of the things I do like about this book, though, is he talked to me like I could understand. Like I was in kindergarten. Did you take a shot? <gasps> yeah. Um, he, I never felt like he was talking down to me. I always felt like he was not like really, Eckhart Tolle. Oh, fucking thing. <laughs> I love him though. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. I mean, I learned a lot from him, but that was like, it's like hard. It's not a book you can read that you're like, uh, no, it's that's like a book a, you read over like a year. Well, you re- no, you read it, but then you highlight it. That's a book you have to have oh. a book of. You highlight. And then when you need inspiration, you go back and just yeah, review like the highlighting. Or you just go, I listen to You are to my that highlighter. Book. But I've listened yeah. to that book multiple times. Yeah, that's why when I have something that is when I need to get totally the worthy, then yeah. you go, that reminds me of like Artoli. And I go, thank God you highlighted it. All right. Well, sometimes I got to get in that mindset. Yeah. So I just listen to him because it helps me. But Oh, okay. that, there you go. Yeah. Um, but he was really easy to listen to. The author is very... Very nice to listen to, but also it's a very easy listen, which was nice because I didn't feel like I was like cr- trying to cram it in my brain for the podcast. Yeah. But he also, and he says this many, many times during the audio. Doesn't he? It's such a habit of his. Is he, right? <laughs> is he mentions that you can go to um, atomichabits.com slash, right, you, whatever, whether it be media, whether it be, so there's, there's, but that's cool though, not the yeah. mentioning. But it's cool, though, that you have a place to go to where you can actually download these, these templates, templates or lists or lists or yeah, exactly. Whatever where you can if you need hard copy or need to look something up or whatever. It's it's nice that that's there, which is which was pretty cool. Help I, you on the habit journey. Yeah, it's like so it's a workbook. About, so it's like figuring out first step, like figuring out who you want to be, then determining what your daily habits are right now and if yeah. they're good or bad or whatever and if yeah. it's helping you to become the person you want to be. Yeah. Figuring out what your cues are, like those obvious steps. So what are some of yours? What have you discovered and what are you in? Um, well, I am, what's, what's strange about my situation right now is that I'm kind of upending and flipping over my whole schedule yeah. to facilitate my health I had a lot of health issues at the end of the year. I do this whole ebb and flow of health problems with, you know, iron deficiencies and, you know, all these things. I have a lot going on. Anyway, I'm back on like the health train, right? Yeah. yeah. So, but my mindset switched. Yeah. You know, before I was like, I just didn't care. I'm just like, I don't care. I don't fucking care. Yeah. I want it. I want it. Right. Right. And so that's like emotional too, like stress and You're trying whatever. to feel comfortable. Right. And then you fall back into those right. fixed habits that make you comfortable. The reward. What's the reward? Well, I feel good when I eat this. Yeah. Right. Um, so I'm that, putting I'm put a pin in that, but go ahead. I'm putting health first. So right now, I'm trying to figure out what my schedule is with that. And then there in turn. So one thing I've been doing is I've been going to hot yoga again, which like changes my world. Um, but I come home and I'm sweaty and I'm gross. Mm-hmm. And I want to get in the shower and get clean and get to work. Mm. I won't do it until I've sat down and written for 10 minutes. Ooh, that's good. And the 10 minutes goes by really fast. And it's not that I get a ton done because right now I'm doing like a puke draft and just try my ideas coming out. Um, And that gets hard for me because after 10 minutes, I'm kind of like in the zone. In a zone. But you have to just stop. And he talks about but that. But it makes you want it more. It makes you want, yes. you're leaving yourself wanting more writing. Exactly. Yeah. So then I finish because I just, I have, I, I don't even go to my office to do it. And this is one thing I think I'm going to try once the kids get back in school and like I'm, I found a rhythm with my exercise, but mm-hmm. um, he does talk about switching your environment of the habit. So yeah, yeah I, I was thinking instead of me writing in my office, 
where I get like interrupted with yeah. emails or whatever. And this is just to set the habit. This isn't going to be forever. Right, right. This it is doesn't just have to, to be. start. It's, everything is allowed to evolve. It'll, it will evolve, yeah. right? Like even my 10 minute writing. Yeah. Once it becomes a habit because yeah. I've done it at the same yeah. time every or whatever, um, I'm going to like go to a coffee shop or something and write. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm out of my element and it's a new thing so that I know when I'm at the coffee shop, I'm writing. Right. right. So it's a trigger then. So too. I so because I'm not been going and doing that because I haven't found my balance yet, yeah. I'm like, I won't even go in my office to write. I'm gonna have my laptop in my bedroom. And I come oh, home good. and I sit on my bed. Yeah. And I like do my ten minutes of writing my ideas because also it, you've been you've had ideas too. Well, and I just got out of yoga, yeah. which centers me and gets yeah. me focused and I'm like hyped because I worked out yeah. and um and it's it's interesting because then on the downtime, I do what I love to do, which is nom, 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 nom on information. Yeah. And so I'm like reading things right now that are giving me inspiration for the writing. So because, then when I come back, right, I have something I can't wait to put because down. Because before in the downtime, you thought, oh, you had guilt about not, not being that you're writing. Yeah. And now you actually have downtime that you're like, I get to do what I like because I already did my thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big deal. So between the, I haven't quite mastered he talks about, um, don't just say, okay, I'm going to work out on my lunch break. You've got to give it a specific time. Right. I, as soon as I like, close my laptop. Exactly. Right. I'm going to do one push-up. Right. Be, but then it starts to become, as soon as I close my laptop, I'm going to do this set a of physical thing. push-ups. Yeah. Right. So it starts to become that. And I, and, I, and I liked, too, that he brought up with voting when they, when, people who are advocating for you to go vote call you and say, what time are you voting tomorrow? How are you getting there? Right, 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 uh, right. Because for you to point it out and call it out. It puts a plan in your brain too. Yeah. yeah. It almost like solidifies that you're going to go yeah. do it. Yeah. Which I have. And then he talks about that too. Like the pointing, pointing out habits. Oh, like, yeah. I'm going to eat this ice cream right now. Is that really what I want? Is that going to make me feel right? I, I feel Saying like, it out loud so that you then have to justify it to yourself in that moment. I think yeah. it's great and I think it would it totally is. work, but I have so many bad habits that I would just look like a crazy person talking, talking to myself to the whole the day. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be bad. People would be like, she's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what I, I think is so cool is that I, I, I understand the... Also, I do the same thing where I overindulge when I feel like I'm uh, not unhappy because last year I was very happy. Comfortable, I had a really good too. year, yeah. Sometimes you can just be comfortable. But I think an outlet of happiness, so, so my outlet of happiness is feeling productive and worthy and that I am, um, uh, what is it called? I am deserving. Yes. Right. So when I direct, I rarely eat junk food. I don't have chocolate when I come home. I rarely drink alcohol because I get home at 10 o'clock and I just don't have the need for it. It isn't a thing. I'm tired. I feel good. I go to bed. But when I'm in a place of feeling like I'm chomping the bit and nothing is happening or it's not just what I'm not directing because I know that in as a director. Yeah, but you know how laws. we are mid mid projects. You and yeah, I are we the get the same blues. way. We get yeah. yeah. We get we get the blues. But I felt like towards we had a lot of things happening, but there wasn't a lot of gratification coming through for it. When you yeah. do a show, you yeah. have audiences. You're sitting in the back, you're listening to how people are responding. You're I don't ever believe what people tell me after the show. No offense. I love you. If you come to the shows, I think you're amazing. We appreciate the positive amazing, energy. Amazing. But I don't believe you. Because you like us. You're like our friends. So you're going to Or like you want to be polite. Good. And that's hard yeah. after a show to tell someone that. Yeah. Notes. Um, but after you have a show or during the, the, the production of the show, there's an accomplishments aspect. You're still looking and making notes and wanting to adjust and wanting to be better. But there's. When there's a lull for as long as we've had, basically since. True West or Mamma Mia. True West, yeah. Was that the last one? True West was that Mamma Mia? Yeah. Mamma Mia was 2021. Oh, yeah. So after we have, we've been working in solitude 
on this yeah. and on our theater productions and on all of our business building. We've been, it's biz, business yeah. building. And so. there hasn't been a lot of gratification. And I've noticed that towards the end of the year, other than finding a couple of things that center me, I've been overindulging. And I have been eating carbs or I have been, which I know make my side hurt. I went in for a colonoscopy, Brooke. Yeah. Which is terrible. I mean, the colonoscopy is fine because you're not Actually, out. the procedure is fine. And great. You, you come off the it's anesthesia, the you feel really good. Blech. Oh, I don't it's know. I, so, felt, I felt great. Oh, no. I felt lighter. I felt, I could know. I, but I mean, like, I don't know. The, whatever the anesthesia they gave me, I was so happy. Oh, no. When I'm talking I came about the drink. Oh no, the drink. The no the eating night for twenty four hours and then doing the drink. That's yeah. fucked up. That's hard, right? But I felt like I came out of that and there's no cancer. There's no nothing, right? Because I assume I always have cancer. Um, there's no cancer. There's no, no I'm totally fine. And actually, while I was sitting there, the lady was like, I wish all my patients had the same, has as good of vitals as you have. And I assume I'm dying all the time. Yeah. I'm going to have a heart attack. I'm not a <laughs> What is that called? Hypochondriac. I'm not a hypochondriac. Like I'm, <laughs> but I'm not sick. Like I don't stay home sick. I'm not right. a hypochondriac where I'm like, oh, I can't go because I probably have cancer. I'm like, I probably have cancer. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I am actually healthy, but there's clearly something going on with my gut that is yeah. probably an allergic reaction to something. Back? Yeah, I'm fine. Except for, I probably now have to go to an allergist to find out that I'm allergic to gluten. But I know that already. I know when I eat too much bread and yeah. I have a ton of pizzas, that's when the pain is the worst. But I mm. wanted to make sure it wasn't like a tumor. Of and course. Kind of, yeah. Anyway, my point is, is that because we were going through, even though we were feeling like we were progressing forward in our business, we didn't have... Not gratification because we don't do it for that, but like no, we, but we, but the, but but we're so used to doing a project, and then within th- within like two months, it's, it's great, up it's and going, up, and we, and then we and move the, on to the next there thing. It is, and we've spent the last and six right months now, like, doing just plugging forward business wise, and that's grind. really hard. And I feel like that's why both of us have sat back in that, which yeah. then also leads us to okay, when we don't feel. Like we're actually getting satisfaction from our work, we might fall back into these things. So if we can see it coming, too, these next six months might be more paperwork than production. It's going to be right. I, I feel it already. And but you know what? But you're already putting yourself into something else, which is the yoga. Yeah, and, but I'm also yeah. remembering what he said. It's like, who do I want to be? Mm-hmm. I want us mm-hmm. to have a successful production company. Mm-hmm. I want to be a successful producer, director, right creative developer right that's what i want whether it's this podcast whether it's our plays whether it's you know i want that's what i want and i want it to be successful and i want it to be i want us to be the business people that we isn't what you want it's who you are right right so but that's who i want Uh, we are podcasters i want showing up right every day and and so you are a producer to do that though Right. Every day I have to do the things for yourself that are going to get me there. Do I want to be fit? Yes. Do I want to be like skinny? And no, I want to be healthy and fit. But when you go to yoga in the morning, it gives you energy to be a better producer. Right. But I know that I'm not going to be fit like I was in my 20s in like a week. Because I've gone to the gym now for a week and I ate right. Like when I was in my 20s, right? Right. So I think the same thing with our, the way I feel about exercising at this point is I want to just do it for healthy. And I'm not like, well, I don't see results now in two weeks. I'm done. Right. We have to do the same we thing have to do with the our same production thing for, company. For, for because, work or whatever you guys are doing in your world, yeah, right? And it comes back to the 10,000 steps. Like you don't yeah. get there in that. For, that's the hardest part is that impatience of it. But I feel like we're doing this, um, which one of the things he was talking about is create the environment that you can thrive in. So you've decided who you want to be. So now create the environment, put put yourself around the people that you are are going to shape the person that you're trying to be. Yeah. So much like we, we had a meeting tonight. 
Um, that's why I felt so adamant about making sure that we just put in another date. Yeah. Regardless of, you know, if dude comes on and he wants to meet us on Thursday. Well, no, I mean, you're the other guy. Yeah. But oh, yeah. Mikey. Mikey. Mikey Schwinn. Um, Amazing. We're looking to we're we're bringing on our people, which means we're surrounding. We're starting to like network with our folks that we already know. Yeah. And getting a whole nice contact sheet of. All of our creatives. Of all that the people that have know the they things, have the same. Well, yeah. the same mind, but also don't do what we do. Do something else and that can facilitate. We work together and, and we, are we all better make at the that one, than we are. And we all right. are in it for the same reasons. So yes. put yourself in the, put yourself around the people. If you want to be a massage therapist then go hang out with massage therapists. Yeah. If you want to be a yoga instructor, then go to your yoga studio every day and hang out and go do workshops. Yeah. Right? Like, Put yourself in that, which seems a little self-explanatory, but it's just a good reminder. There's a lot in this book that stuck with me, but one of the things that he started off the book with the, and we've said this in the 10,000 step thing, um, but change your trajectory by only 1% every day. Right. Don't try to get from one to 100 if you were on a flight, a plane to New York, and you you went three degrees different, right? You went three degrees south. The, the, the pilot took off and he went three degrees south, which is like a foot and a half, right? At takeoff. He would end up in Washington because of that three degrees. It's a foot and a half coming off of like as you t- in, during takeoff. Yeah. So 1% every day, pick the thing. It doesn't have to be major. It could be, I want to brush my teeth longer. It could be, I'm going to wake up four minutes earlier. It's going to be, I'm going to make my coffee before I go to bed at night instead of when I wake up in the morning so I don't feel as cranky. So it's waiting there for me. And just like with the writing, I don't, yes. I never felt like I had time to get it in because I thought that you had to sit and do much it like for I a talked while. about before. Yeah, yeah. If I can't invest and put in 100% of my attention right. into something that I'm that passionate right. about, I just won't do it at all. But what I'm finding is if I just do 10 minutes a day and look at what that's already done. It's, it's since you read the book in this last week and a half already we have a meeting on monday for this new script that you've been working on for five years yeah because you didn't want to sit down until you had your ideas and instead you're sitting down and spewing ideas but it also then brought up conversations that we were in and then brought more ideas and it's 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 in your system now right and so at the one of the forefronts of my mind and and that's just 10 minutes a day yeah I mean, what a difference. So that's why he was saying, close your laptop, do one push-up. Right. Not that that won't move into something else, but you're just but moving right now, the needle just a little bit because what it is is it's marking it. the habit. That's it. I close my laptop at lunch. I do exercise. Mm-hmm. And then- Not I go exercise at lunch. Right. Because then Be that becomes hard. Then I have to find a gym and then I have to change my clothes and then I have to- See, I haven't quite- found the time yet my time is like whenever my but it's when no, I, so it's when before, you're dirty when my yoga class is over and yeah. i come home and i like get a drink of water but again i do it then but you're doing it differently so you're taking so there's two things one is you you lay the habit by making a marker right i clo- yeah. instead of at lunch i go work out well that's fucking what when where what are you I gonna write do how today. are you gonna do right i wrote t- i want to write today what when where when is that gonna fit in how, how how long but if you you took the marker or he took the marker of i close my laptop i do one push-up that then engages him into i move after i close my laptop that's mm-hmm. my trigger right so that means at lunch that's when i close my laptop yeah, right? you have taken the uncomfortable thing that happens to you as your trigger. I went to go to yoga. I know I feel icky afterwards, but I am not allowed to take a shower until I do this. So allowing yourself to find the thing that makes makes the trigger for you. The reward. Right. Is what I want. Right. Attaching it to my habit. Right. Because for him, closing the laptop, doing the one push up, that wasn't the reward. It was afterwards that he went, oh, I get to go have lunch. Right. It's, right? Habit, habit stacking. Isn't habit that what he stacking. called it? Yes. Yeah. Habit, but in different ways. Um, 
Yeah, because wanting the reward is more satisfying what yeah. he said than the reward itself. Yeah. Well, right? and, and this goes to the goals thing. So he says, goals are great, but the system needs to be there. Yeah. Goals can also make you feel shitty. We say we're going to have goals for our New Year's resolution. My goal is to lose 30 pounds. But then when you're six months in and you haven't lost five, you feel shitty about yourself and you, right. you want to give up and whatever. You know what I mean? Like... That's what yeah, we did, I think, I think, the last six months with business is we want to ba 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 ba. So when it yeah. didn't happen, we felt shitty. And so we ate and we drank and we were like, ah, <laughs> right? But we did. We did. We, we went out. We had a lot of dinners and we we're like, don't you all want to meet for dinner and have a business meeting? Let's drink a Let's drink of French wine. red and <laughs> yeah. eat burgers um, and fries. But if you stop thinking about your goal, the goal's going to be there. It's fine. But also, goals change. The goals change. So but if, if you your think system, about the process, right. your system has to be there. You have to also enjoy the system. Like they say is for actors, you have to enjoy the process. That doesn't mean I'm going to be a famous actor someday. That means you like this lifestyle. I actually enjoy the process sometimes more <laughs> than I like. I mean, obviously, they're two totally different highs, right? The process is super fulfilling. And then the ride of the performance is like the reward I guess you know what I think though I think I actually that was you okay I think I actually <clears throat> have a hard time when my goals are fulfilled yeah I need to work on that I don't know what that means I I like the process so much that once the goal is fulfilled I have so much doubt and I look inside and 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 this is one of my resolutions this year is I'm going to try to feel more worthy of things like what? Chris Corsini, mm -hmm. the astrologer. And, Chris Corsini and, on Instagram. Instagram. Go look, look him up. up. Shit. It's like 10 minutes of your your monthly uh, thing. And He's amazing. Fucking awesome. He did a new moon. Like new, I was going to ask if you were going to do that. Cord cutting. <clears throat> yeah. Meditation. I did some. I so yoga for me is not only exercise, but it is uh, a time for me to go in and do like inner work uh -huh. because when we go into shavasana, which is the like the two minutes after you do the workout, you do this whole thing, and yeah, then you those sit. Words mean anything? You sit still. You like yeah. the, whole, the one of the most important parts of the practice oh. is you do all these moves, uh -huh. and then you lay for two minutes and you oh. it do nothing. Your body lays there and you feel, you do inventory on your body and you feel how your body feels now in yeah. the stillness and where you feel the energy and where, like all the work you just did, right? You're reflecting on the way your body feels now. Yeah. And I'd use that time to also do like clearing a little bit on mm -hmm. myself. And I cut some cords today. What were they? Just, Are you allowed to say? Yeah, just my all my things. No, like much like what you were talking about before. I don't know if it was here or if it was in our own personal conversation. Oh, I don't, I don't know but when you were talking about your self-worth or, you know, things that you want to leave behind in, in 2022 and, and us, you know, reaching out to people that we have in the industry that are that we know and that our we friends. know and that would help us but we always feel like oh we, we don't feel ask stupid them. asking because we feel like a burden so we've we I cut all that whatever that was that is not serving me I like literally like a cord and I pulled it out like a blackhead you know like like a I keep having those visuals because I had that when I made a big change. Uh, and my yeah. recently and I felt like it was kind of a breakup yeah. and I was having anxiety about it and I did this whole where it felt like you know like when you pull like a ingrown hair out and like it's when you unplug your Tesla yeah <laughs> and so then you have the hole there and I just the my energy healers that I asked to come and help in yeah. that moment because I don't want to facilitate it alone because they need to take the energy and like I Take that and I put it into a, a purple flame and then it, rainbows come out. The no, I understand what you're saying. That's literally the no, visual I that I make. <laughs> but it, yeah, that's the yeah. clearing. Yeah. But it, it, that's what it feels like. So then they come and they, they it's almost like. Who does? Light, whatever I ask. 
Oh, my people? angels and energy it, workers to come and help me. Yes. I need yeah, help yeah, assisting. Not, I believe I you. I'm just not there yet. No, that's fine. That's and fine. people may think I'm crazy and that's, that's fine, fine too. too. But it works for me is what I'm saying. Yeah. And so I would like to Can do you feel Chris. their hands and stuff? Or you just it's feel not, it it's like, a visual. Oh, 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 okay. It's a, that you, makes more sense You actually, me. I actually put my, I, I can see myself, uh-huh. like the figure of myself in Are my your mind. your eyes closed? Yes. Okay. In Good. my mind. Yeah. And while I can physically feel it moving and sh- and pulling the the negativity oh, okay, out, okay, like okay, when I do yeah. the clearing, yeah, I actually see it happening to my body in front of me as well, and it's being pulled out. So it's 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 actually when I used to do um, okay. work and doing intuitive work, where yeah. you're doing some psychic work. That's kind of how you set yourself when you close your eyes and you're sitting there. You see in front of you like a projection of yourself sitting there. So the work that you're doing on yourself is actually being projected yeah. to yourself in front. So anyway, no, I, I yeah. we pull it in. I, we, we pull it out. You know, I, I bring in my workers. Yeah. They, cause I can't do it alone. I do don't you know, want to hold. you allowed to say who your workers are? Is that I don't, I don't know who they are. I invoke oh. angels like Archangel Michael, Metatron. Um, I used to do a lot of angel healing work and I still bring them in. All the we time, need to Mother do a Mary. Show about this because I don't know fucking any of this. Oh yeah, but it, that's on like I get on some weird shit. I know, but that's what I'm saying is like, who cares? I don't yeah, know. I don't. It's fine. If I don't you believe you, you don't care, right? Yeah, no, but I, I think don't it's care. So interesting. <clears throat> I don't think you're crazy. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like I'm crazy because there is enough people, and I've had teachers that I've learned this from. Right? right. Like I didn't just come up with this on my own. Like, right. This Do people always misspell it? Well, at Starbucks, it's your chance to be whoever you want to be. Don't give us your real name when you order that triple shot tall blonde roast latte with almond milk extra hot light foam. Today, be John or Pam. Feel who that person might be when you hear that name called out. Maybe Pam has a limp. What if John is meeting his mistress? So next time you come in, Remember, we will misspell your name and pronounce it wrong so you stand waiting for your drink because you don't think it's ready. Please, make it easy on us because we have enough to remember with your triple shot tall blonde roast latte with almond milk extra hot white foam. Starbucks, be somebody else today. Totally cut into your whole point about like breaking those old habits or cutting those cords or saying I'm not going to be. Um, yeah, but I I'm only like realizing self-conscious this right now, about it. Genuinely, or, I'm yeah. only re- realizing this right now that we've dabbled. It. Both of us have touched on yeah. it ourselves, but I don't know that we still hadn't got rid of those old programming yeah. from whoever yeah. that told us. That we shouldn't do that. You can't do that. You're, you're not able to do that. And I think that's the other thing too is that that goes along with the whole theater thing of like people tell you after a show, I've been to shows where people are like, that was amazing. And I'm like, it wasn't though. Like, I don't know why. Like, we don't have to. Christmas show. We don't have to. Our Christmas show. We don't have not to moms art too holiday show. Lie to people Another after one. their show, but we also don't, we don't we don't have to give them notes and tell them how bad it was. But like just just be kind and I'm so glad I came and you know whatever like that culture in theater that everybody says I love you and what should we say? Because we're appreciative that they put the effort in to create some art, right? Whether it didn't, I'm so glad you did this. I'm so glad it I got didn't to see like this. hit the mark for us, but I'm so glad but, I saw it. Yeah. I think that's the thing is like I yeah. even if it's a bad show, I'm genuinely so glad yeah, I came. Exactly. And I'm so glad I saw this. And I'm so glad you did this. I'm so glad you put up art. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't matter if it was perfect or great or shit. Right. That's fucking a lot of energy and time that goes into this. 
and mindfulness and and physical energy and emotional energy. And I feel like that is now when anybody hears that from us, they're gonna be like, oh, they think our show's shit. (laughs) No, but we also don't after a really good show. We don't go. I love this and this and this and this. We don't because we're there to congratulate the person for putting up their art. But I, we don't ever say that. We don't ever go up to somebody afterwards and go, that was great when it wasn't. Because we don't fucking lie. I have sometimes. I have not. Only because <clears throat> I'm like in the moment. Like, shh. That's yeah. why I was genuinely asking. But now, now you know the words. Say? Now that you now you know the words to use. Because it isn't great. And it wasn't because great. I say it was great that. you did it. But because I say that when I don't know what else to say is right. why I don't believe other people when exactly. they tell me the same thing. But I've seen people do that. Not necessarily you, but I've seen other people say that after shows, even if no, they're not with me or whatever. I've heard them say, that was amazing. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, but it wasn't. Yeah. So when people are complimentary towards me, and I'll tell you this, I used to not even be able to take a compliment. Even like, we your hair is pretty. After the... Oh no, we don't go out. Shows. I I would I didn't I I would do anything but a curtain call. And in a lot of my shows, I wouldn't do a curtain call. I would do a dance routine where people came up and maybe bowed or did a clap or something and then we all left. Like there's no I stand there and get applause. Well, but you do fun musicals. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, when I'm doing like a serious piece, yeah. no, we're going to come out. It's going to be we're professional. Down. But yeah, we're you were you Yes. We're down. There's, we're out. Yeah. There's there's It's a time more and a about place. the um ritual of going to meet the, the stage. Yes. Well, yeah, I yeah. just mean the curtain call. Yes. Like But we don't go out and meet the audience. Which by the way If we go out, we're like quickly going to I don't want to hear anybody say anything because I don't we don't them. make eye contact. <laughs> no, and that's part of our problem too, is we're is. not allowing people to see us. Which is oh. offensive them to them. Yeah, it is. I know, oh. but I don't go out there because I feel uncomfortable with people saying things to me that they don't believe. I don't like lies. I can't handle it. But and what if so, we know the show's good? <laughs> no, but even if we know the show's good, I I feel uncomfortable going out there. No, I do there feel uncomfortable. The only time I don't feel uncomfortable is coming from the people that I know are going to give it to me straight. But they're also staying later. They are. And they're, we're having a conversation. I did like the Q&As that we did with True West. Yeah. That was really great. Yeah. But can you, I used to not even be able to take compliments like your hair is pretty or whatever. I'd be like, oh, I just, I don't know. I just, I was going to cut it. Yeah. But I don't do that anymore. I say thank you. It took me a long time. That was Charlie that taught me that to just, no, 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 say thank you. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Because I'm taking their compliment away, yeah, from them by justifying that I don't like. You know what I do? I accept it, but then I give a whole explanation as to why I'm accepting it. That's a lot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like if I'm at the grocery store and someone's like, "Oh my god, I love your sweatshirt," I'm like, "Oh thanks, yeah, I got this at the yeah, shop yeah." I still kind of do that. I said it was four dollars. Yeah. I always <laughs> why do we people, always tell people? I don't know. I paid nothing. But I found it in the streets. Right. I got it from Offer Up. <laughs> Why the fuck do we do that? I don't know. It's like the people that go, this is $5,000. They talk like that. It's the same. Yeah. Um, I do want to, there's, there's, a, this book is really good. And clearly it's, really it's, good. it's engaged how us enough. How are you implementing it? You haven't told me how you're. Well, that's a couple of the things. One, okay. one of the things is the 1%. That really, really stuck with me. 1% me every day. Because... I know we've talked about the 10,000 steps and it's one step as part of your journey, but that's really hard to grasp when you just want everything right now. We are in an instant gratification. Well, he talks about that too. You can just push a button. Like we don't ever have to want for anything. Right. And so things that we want that are going to satisfy that reward that we want, it's just right at our fingertips most of the time. We want the French fries, we go get the French fries. Or we have them delivered to our house. Right. It's too easy. We've made it yeah. too easy. So I've always enjoyed the journey. And I've frankly, two things. The things that I've taken away from it that were also part of my, well, learning resolution, but after reading the book, was I only a little bit at a time. So I don't need that. I want to be really good at this right now. I I want to enjoy, as I do with other things in my life, I enjoy the process. I enjoy the process of putting up a show, 
why can't I enjoy the process of this? Because I want it to make money because I want it to da 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 da. And it's also going to evolve and be better in order to make money, which then will even be more proud of it. But I, but the other thing that I'm taking away from this is the the goal gratification and understanding that I am worthy of it mm-hmm. and I put in the work and I put in the time and I – this sounds shitty and I shouldn't even say that. But I know I'm talented. Yes. I know that I'm a really good director. I know that I'm really patient with people. And like even when I'm impatient with people, I want them to feel heard. And I ha- that's my ability is my communication. And I need to stop overanalyzing. I'll leave a party even. And this doesn't just have to do with work. I'll leave a party and be like, did I listen to them enough? Was I a good enough friend? Yeah. Did I make them feel special enough? I feel that way sometimes too. And, I, I? And, and, I'm, and I'm done. Yeah. Because I know in my moment, it's it's. I've told actors this before, where I had this girl that was playing in Hairspray and she was supposed to be the bitch and she was wondering, we were doing, she was in Panama actually, and we were doing, a, I wasn't even living there. We were doing an online session. And she was like, I'm worried I'm coming off as too much of a bitch. And I was like, but you're not a bitch. Yeah. So- you're not, your bitchiness is going to come off with a different word attached to it. It's going to come off as anxious. It's going to come off as jealous. It's going to come off as a different word, not bitch. Because you're not a bitch. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a bitch, you're not going to be capable. You're, you're, it's not going to read that way on stage. It's never right. going to read as too much of a bitch, too harsh. And I have to remember that I am not someone that doesn't care about other people. So even if I'm at a party and I'm a little bit too selfish or I'm a little bit, it's never going to come across as a narcissist. My biggest fear in fucking life, I have two, right. is one is being a narcissist because of, yes, you know, my life. And two is being irrelevant to people in the world. I think that, yeah, you're, well, you're putting yourself in a grand scale of yeah. the world instead of your world. Right. Because you are extremely significant to the people that you touch and that you like in, influence and, and shine your light on. It's like, so I think you just have I to believe scale that. down into your I'm not world. Gonna, yeah. I'm not going to be, okay, be like, be no, nah. no, I yeah, believe but, that. But and we, I know that about myself. Do you want to know I why? Pull it was back on it. When we were younger, we, I, I feel like you felt like this in high school because I felt like this in my high school is that we were like the stars, right? Mm. Were you like within that group? Like you were talking about you, they... No, but yes. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, in the saying. sense yeah. of like... I wasn't the star of the you show, did, but in my, in my circle, I was the funniest one or I was the best friend or I was the... Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, like when I was in high school, I was... Everyone looked to me and like Cameron and my friend Summer Lynn as like... The cool. No, yeah. not even not oh. even as socially like in acting and theater and oh, like I was yeah, on yeah. the news and yeah. everyone knew I was not me that, yeah. as like that you you would watch her. Like I was in the I created a independent drama class. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. she got my teacher, independent drama teacher got me into like a film thing and I created this whole film and everyone wanted me to be a part of it because I like had my shit together and yeah. like, I had a whole plan and a storyline and I recorded it, sent it off. I yeah. didn't like win or anything. But do you know what I mean? Like yeah. in my world, I was like, so then when leaving there, it's taken me years to be okay with the fact that I wasn't seeing it the way I was in that world in like this grand world where I thought that oh. was what I was going to, I thought I would be yeah. famous and everyone around the world would know me. And yeah, I feel like I've had to be okay with those in my world of who I'm touching or those that, yeah. you know, yeah. at the grocery store who's asking for food and I bring him out a bag of groceries or, right, 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 you know right, what I mean? Right. Like yeah. you, who you're touching in that aspect. Yeah. I don't know. I feel sometimes I had when different... you're in the entertainment world, like you feel like you have to, you're not successful if everybody you know knows so you. what's so fucking crazy, Brooke, is I have been so uncomfortable with being the center of attention in that way. In my small group of friends, I was funny and whatever. But even when I was like uh, the star of a musical when I was 11, 
and everybody out here has been Annie, so I'll just fucking say it. I was Annie. I wasn't Annie. Um, every, I mean, you know what I mean. I know what yeah. you mean. Um, but even when I was Annie and people brought it up That's while I was deal. in school, I was like embarrassed by it. Like, no, 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 it's not a big deal. It's only like, it's only that theater. Oh, that's like, funny. I just fucking, I always took it away from myself. Oh. Because, because if they ever saw it and they thought bad of it, mm. it I wasn't worthy of it. Why is she doing it? I never was worthy Aww. of it. I know. But I know, isn't that fucking see, sad? I was so like sure of myself. I was but like, that's you gotta amazing. come see show. You gotta come see it. That's so a very good. Aquarius thing, though, too. Yeah. That's like you're very. But that's amazing. But I think that's sort of what you give me too. Is you give me that like confidence. Like when you laugh at my jokes, I feel more proud of <laughs> my jokes. You make me laugh a lot. I know, but can as, everyone as on this podcast tell? As you, <laughs> That's what I Charlie swear, says. Matt says, do you ever have Bob and Tom? Did you have Bob and Tom yeah, in Ohio? Yeah. The radio guys, if you're in the Midwest, yeah, yeah. like Indiana, Illinois, Ohio. Chicago, yeah. yeah, Chicago for sure. They were these two guys. They had a radio show, morning, and they always brought on comedians and they would interview people. But they laughed pretty much the entire oh, yeah. time. That's what Matt compares our podcast oh, to, Bob nice. and Tom. That's He's good. like, you talk, you bring on guests. You laugh a lot and your laughs are like infectious. Charlie says that. He's like, yeah. I, he's like, I love Brooke's laugh so much. She <laughs> makes me laugh just by listening to her laugh. She's so, yeah, he loves it. I was machine gun in high school. It's fine. Everyone <laughs> was, like, was like, duck. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's I was like, funny. ah, stop. A synthesizer. <laughs> so I grew up in the 80s, as yeah. did you. A synthesizer when it was real popular. Yeah. They, somebody came in and did a convocation in the gym. Yeah. You know, with the synthesizer yeah, 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 yeah. and how they play, how oh, it worked. Yeah. And I, you know, of course, they were like, who wants to come up and say your name in the microphone? And I was like, me! Yeah. Like, first, first with their hand up, they called me up. And he was like, what's your name? And I went, Brooke Boots. <laughs> and I like did my laugh. Yeah. And he synthesized the shit out of that. Really? Oh my God. He's probably still using it. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Everyone in my school was like, dying yeah yeah and i was a little embarrassed but at the same time i was like it's yeah. pretty freaking awesome yeah but i was a little embarrassed of the attention i of guess course, yeah of course. but because the whole school was like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he repeated brook boots yeah. brook boots yeah. <laughs> i wouldn't even raise my hand <laughs> oh god i was like i'm the first ever always I love to it. raise that's, my yeah, hand that's amazing in school it was like who wants to come up and do this exercise i just gave you a very brief information on and i would be like <laughs> me <laughs> Uh, and then it. I would hate, like, kind of be mad at myself a little bit because I would see the second person go up and do it. And I was like, oh, I should have done it like that. Oh, like, maybe I should I wait a little bit feeling. and I hate watch a little bit, yeah. girl. Sit back and watch. Learn from watching. Why you got to be the first oh, one funny. up there acting crazy? <laughs> I'm <laughs> okay with that. <laughs> we learn along the way. <laughs> I'm okay with it, actually. The first, the first to go. But yeah. I don't know. So where are you implementing it? Those two things. I'm worthy. I'm not a fucking narcissist. Right. Okay. So that's who you want to be. But like who now what are you going to do? Yeah. Like what are you what are your hopes? So my actual functions are your system. I feel I've taken moments during the day where I feel excited and proud of myself. And that makes me want to work. So I will wake up in the morning and instead of like looking at my phone. I come downstairs, I have my cup of coffee, I check in on the day. I check in on everybody. I write my calendar for the next day the night before. That's good. Right? So I do that the night before and so it's set. So I know I can look at it after I leave or after I get the kids off or whatever we're doing, I can then look at it and get excited. So then it leaves me that that little bit of excitement of anticipation to look at my calendar again that I did the day before. Okay. Because I know I I know what I have to do. Yeah. And it's there. And I would look at it all night long. Like I would wake up in the middle of the night and go pee and take my phone and look at my calendar for the next day. Do you know what I mean? And I'm leaving it. And so I get to look at my calendar for that day. I know it's there. Right. But I do not need to start planning and start racking my brain about all the things I need to do and how it's not getting done because I'm making coffee and how it's not getting done because I'm sitting and having coffee and now it's not getting done because I need to take a shower and how it's not getting done because I need to take the kids to school. Mm-hmm. So all of that, like, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, you're not doing enough, 
I know I made my list. I know I'm smart enough to make a good list. And then the anticipation of it for after I take gray, sometimes after pack walk, I cannot look at my list until after pack walk. And then as soon as pack walks over, I send in my last like drop so-and-so off. And at that last location, I sit in my car and I look at my list. And I go, oh my God, I have a lot of things to do today. Instead of, I have so many things to do today and this is all taken away from it. And you're thinking about it. I could be getting it done earlier. Yeah. And so it's taking me out of the things that actually I enjoy. Doing pack is yoga for me, right? It makes me center. It makes me only be able to think about those animals. I don't have another choice. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at reading, doing that, 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 that. From the moment I got up, I would have it in the shower. Like I would have the news running in the shower <clears throat> or news in the shower. No, it was on the shower. Today <clears throat> I'm 11. What, do you on a speaker or are you watching? Yeah, I have it? a speaker. I have a speaker too. I do. That um, too. I almost got you a speaker for Christmas. And then I was like, nah, I got a shower speaker. You know my speakers I have. I got like those JBLs in yeah, every so size. I have a JBL, yeah. JBL round, a JBL flip, a JBL boombox. Yeah. yeah. Like that big. It's like, which oh, one? I don't, I don't remember boxes. which one I'm connecting to. Oh, you have to name them things like shower JBL. Oh, mine are just JBL flip, JBL. Oh. Like my my headphones are named Teal. Mel's Fun Teals. Oh. Because they're teal. A fun teal. A fun teal. But yeah, I, I, I know I now can anticipate how excited I am about my list instead of, and, and then enjoying that whole process through the morning of things that I know I actually need for my body and my mind. Mm-hmm. And I have had so much energy just this week. It may not last. It may evolve. It may whatever. But like just this week, I'm going to tell you guys what. This is truth. I can plan my entire day around taking a nap. Pick up Gray. I know I need an hour and a half to lay down. I know I'm better for it. I know I'm a better mom. And I will come home and take and take my nap. And I'll get frustrated if I don't go down right away or whatever. And then I get up and I'm a little bit tired, but I feel better. And I'm like, okay, it's day up later tonight. And I have not even wanted a nap all week. Mm. This is since I was like 20. Crazy! I am not a good napper. I it was when I eight. had when my kids were little. I was I I napped when they napped. I was All, that mom, but I was twenty years old, and I would go. I nap from three to five in Panama when I had Cece. I nap from three to five, and then I go to the theater. That's my life. I plan my days around my meals, and my that naps. Funny, and because that was my yoga in a way. That's yeah. what made me feel like I had consistency and I felt good and these things. And now. And this whole week, I haven't even, it's been 45 degrees outside and raining. Yeah. And I haven't even had a moment of like feeling shitty because I'm outdoors Ooh, with these animals. Uh-huh. I get super depression with the weather. And I've been outdoors using the weather. I haven't mm. been indoors where it's cold outside and I don't want to go. And no, I have you're too many putting yourself in it. I'm in it. Cool. I'm breathing fresh air. I'm... I'm 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 in process with the weather, dressing mm-hmm. accordingly, and I'm yogaing with the dogs at the same time. And I have nothing else to worry about except for like when I'm done, I get to sit there after that beautiful morning. In your shavasana. Oh. <laughs> the time after the activity where your body is oh. reflecting on what it just did. See? Mm-hmm. I should be so, a yogi. Pack walking and doing yoga. Find your yoga. Can provide you the same I mean, find your yoga. That's it. And And if it happens to be yoga, then that's cool. Great. When do you feel, and this is honest. I want to know honestly. Not that you lied to me ever, but I'm just saying. When do you feel the most authentic? Authentic. Like really, when do you well, feel dep- the most, really, when do you feel the most authentic? Doesn't have to be a thing. It doesn't have to be a, th- when no, you're going. No, well, it's just, there's there's a professional authentic and a mom authentic for me a little bit. Okay. With two hats. However, if I even condensed it further into one, uh-huh. it's when I'm being creative. When? Like, but also at the same time, because, in a collaborative sense. So if I'm with my kids and we're doing something creative mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. like even if it's just 
Yeah. Like playing a game or like, you know, whatever it is, I feel very authentic in that time. What are you doing in Much that like, like, what does it feel like for you to be authentic? Is it that you're happy? Is it that you're, is it that you're, Engaged and you're funny. Is it that you sing show tunes? Is it that you? What no, it's is it about being your... in service? I think, and I know that's really like. No, that makes sense. I know that's really. Oh, that's so cliche. Like, no, oh, you know, being of service and you feel your most authentic. But it is true because, but it just depends on what your service is. Mm-hmm. So mine, I feel like, is um, collaborative, creative. Mm-hmm. Like when I, so if I'm with my kids, it's that, or if I'm at the theater or if I'm working on uh, developing a project or, and we're working collaboration. In and, development more in so develop- than, yeah. Or whatever it is. It's just, that's kind of what I've been doing as of late. But uh, like, yeah, if I directed a show and I'm of service to the play, I'm of service to telling the story to the actors. So while director, you're a director in your rehearsals, you feel authentic <clears throat> with your actors. You know that you're being present. You and know the story. You don't just, feel like you're, Yeah. I feel like I am a vessel to help service storytelling, yeah. which is something we as human beings have done for. I see And that felt compelled to do for all these years. I think that's why development is just a general term for um, creating and yeah. sharing these different stories. Yeah. Right? I know that totally put you on the spot, but I get it. I no, totally but, get it. And so when it's with my kids though, I'm just trying to like condense it, right? Because I'm not doing those things when I'm with my kids. Right. But when I do that, I feel like uh, every time I finish directing a show, I'm like, that's what I'm meant to do. I'm meant to help tell these people's story and facilitate the yeah. actors who I also am an actor. So I get, yeah, that's what I'm actually sent here to do. Yeah. More so as a writer, more so even as an actor sometimes. Yeah. Because I can see a bigger picture. Yeah. As a director. Um, so then when it's with my kids, though, which is a different hat, I feel it's when I am not being mom, but we're having fun and we're collaborating You're in and we're it together, talking even even with my kid, you know, had a big conversation with my 17 year old. Yeah. And we had a sit down lunch and we had a conversation about like, you know, boundaries and him now being 17 and the things that he wants and more freedoms. And Mm -hmm. we had a conversation and it felt super authentic and real Mm -hmm. and and uh, productive, collaborative, collaborative sharing. And I was giving him of service. I was servicing him with opinions and why like I feel like I hope you trust me. Heard. Yeah. But in, so he then in turn yeah. did too. Yeah. So whatever that is, is when I feel my most authentic. And and when it's with people that I don't even know, it's when I am of service. Like, yeah. when I know I can go and if I'm being helpful in the community or yeah. however, however that is, um, which I was very, very adamant that my kids do that as well. Yeah. 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 That's good. How about you? Oh, I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, honestly, I feel I, two places. I feel, I mean, I feel authentic with my kids because I'm, but I, I'm also very present with them because they're little and everything is very is changing very quickly. Do you know what I mean? And and, mm-hmm. and words are forgotten, or or stories are forgotten, or lessons are forgotten. So I'm constantly, you know, it's I'm in the repetitive stage of stage of my. It won't stop. Parenting. I understand. <laughs> um. So I'm authentic with them. I feel that I'm most authentic when I'm directing and when I'm here mm-hmm. in the podcast. I feel the most authentic here. I don't know if it's because we're doing it not in front of people and I'm just talking and I'm sharing my stream of consciousness and I don't feel judged because once it's done, it's out there and I don't ever listen to it again. Well, we were afraid of that, weren't we? Mm-hmm. That's what hindered us from the beginning, I feel mm-hmm. like, is putting it out there and yeah. what... It it's vulnerability. Like, yeah, I feel my most authentic here as yeah. well. But it's again, it's another form of collaborative service. Of course. Right? Of course. Yeah. But and that's the same thing for me. When I'm when I'm directing, I feel my most authentic when I feel I've good never felt of my so one hundred percent me when I except when I'm directing. Like hundred percent. What I'm same. my soul like is, is leaking out on the stage. Here. Yes. Yeah. I feel like I, I'm an umbrella. My soul is an umbrella over 
this room mm-hmm. because I want I want them to feel the love. I want them to feel kindness and and, and I want them to feel catharsis and yeah. like question. Yeah. You know me. I'm like put no. a mirror up to society. That's art. No, but it's you know, true. Like I want them to feel like they're heard. I want them to feel like they're seen. I want them to feel like every vulnerable step they take on stage, even if it is when they're learning a dance move and they feel awkward, that they're important. That's funny. You were talking about the actors. I was talking about the audience. (laughs) (laughs) But that's why we work. Yeah. I'll be in charge of them. You're in charge of them. Yeah. But yeah, I I feel my most authentic when I can be in front of people who feel vulnerable and I can make them feel comfortable. You're a nurturer. Or a narcissist. You're a nurturer. <laughs> I don't know. We're still working She's on. She's a nurturer. It's no, only because you're, week of the year. no, because you're you would be a narcissist if you were concerned about how the other person felt. Narcissists don't care about how the other person feels. No, but is it narcissistic because I know how they feel? Because I know I'm making them feel good. <laughs> no. No, that's a nurturer. A narcissist wouldn't have any empathy for the other person or how they're feeling or give a shit oh. about how they're feeling. They might pretend. Huh. But no, they're not. They have no empathy. You are. That's interesting. Like dripping with empathy. Why do I have that? Like I need to. That's a But I worry that my empathy makes me a narcissist. Stop it. Isn't that fucking stupid? Did you say that again? (laughs) Out loud. (laughs) I want you to hear yourself say that again. (laughs) This happens with the animals, too. I'm so concerned that they're happy that I worry that it makes me more narcissist because it's about me. Because it's about my feelings no, of wanting them, them to be happy. Oh my God. It's about them. <laughs> oh, this is too confusing. We're getting back into Eckhart Tolle and fucking... Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. <laughs> I understand. Thank you for saying that. You don't need... But this is what I have to work on because I, I, I genuinely... Don't understand the difference. I know. I think that's just a fear that's not yours. It's not your burden to bear. It's not (laughs) yours. I'm going to start crying. Oh my God. Yeah, I got to work on it. I need somebody, we just need to write down the definition of both and I'll just put them on my forehead. No, because I don't look in the mirror that often, actually. Backwards. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'll put it on my hand. And so I can just go definition of a narcissist, definition of an or put it on the empath. front of your phone, like as like put it as yeah, a, save it as a picture and put it up yeah. there so it's your screensaver. No, I worry, how I worry about, about you that with do the dogs. definition of an empath? Put up there what you want it to be. No, because that's narcissistic. No, put it up there what you want it to be. <laughs> Sorry, just put it in. What is an empath? What what does empathetic mean? Put that on your screensaver. That's what you look up every day because it's going to give a definition of you and you're going to be like, that's what I am. So Yeah, but sometimes don't you feel like when you no, look at something that makes you feel good, that's a narcissist. you see over and over again on your hand or on written backwards <laughs> on your forehead, you know it's all you're going to believe that you are if you see it. Put in there what you put, create the environment that facilitates who you want to be. You're right. You're right. Empathetic. Right. Uh, loving, nurturer. That's what you are. Right. But not take it so personally. Do you know what I mean? Like, not Yeah, like- you have eyes on your eyes is oh what happens. God. But the eyes on your eyes are not your real eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but it's true. Like this could where I'm fucking in inception at this point. You're kind of getting. Yeah. Maybe I'm just insane. Multidimensional right now. Maybe I'm bipolar. I no, like to diagnose myself. You are Didn't not. Didn't we start the episode with the fact that I'm like, uh, what am I? What's it called? Hyperconductor. I almost said maldestruction. I mean, she's looking for anything at this point. Right? Just somebody fucking diagnose me. No, we're doing the work. It's fine. I, 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 I see that. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that fucking crazy? That's though? great. I know. <laughs> it's great. Get it out of here. Okay, good. Bye. Bye. Send that off with 2022. Yeah, bye. 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 Is, that, bye. is this our bye to the episode? <laughs> <laughs> bye. Bye. Wait, did you have something you want to ask me or no? 
Oh, I wanted to introduce you to Sam. Is he here? He's right here. <gasps> Brooklyn. I looked crazy. Did you just see me? <laughs> That's Sam? There's Sam. It's I my love tooth. him. His, her tooth is I Sam. I named him Sam because I directed Sam Shepard's True West, and it was apropos of the play because at about the time that um, I had to get an implant because my crown, I had to have my crown removed and this whole thing. Have an implant. I was toothless for the second half of rehearsal into the show. And there's a whole scene where he talks about it, And it's just, it's a desperate scene. And he's drunk and talking about his dad. And how he lost his teeth. Yeah. And yeah. it's like this whole thing. It's like thematic anyway. I'm like, wow, I'm doing a play about a guy who lost his teeth. And I just lost my tooth during yeah. the play. Which is so fucking random because you have healthy teeth. <laughs> I have I have great teeth. It was right. just that one tooth, but it, well, you know what it was? I got the crown put in. I had to have a root canal in Panama when I first oh. moved there. And I went to a dentist oh. in the mall. Oh! <laughs> and they gave me a root canal and a crown, and apparently the crown was bad. So I had you to think? have the whole thing yeah, and the, redone. Just, and and the like, tooth no. was cracked underneath. Oh. So my tooth was still there and they had to pull. I was like, oh, it was like a surprise thing. Oh. Anyway, I have, so I've named him Sam. Sam! Welcome, Sam. They match the color well, I thought. They do. They look really good. <laughs> so now I'm not self-conscious of you being taller than me and me going, <laughs> and laughing and you looking down <laughs> into my mouth I haven't even noticed it. I'm not kidding you. You know what's mouth. funny is that we always sit this way and that's always the side of your face that's showing. Is the toothless side, but not, not anymore. <laughs> I mean, you're I just that. Jim Carrey. You did. Mom's Art 2 is produced by Rob Adler with Brooklyn Frequency. Music by Kai Sample. <laughs>